I do not think it is a bad idea to read books or to consume information on podcasts or social media apps or articles. This isn't a bad idea. But when you find yourself continually consuming information without ever applying the information to your life, you get caught in this cycle of paralyzed by procrastination, believing that you have to find the very best, most optimal way to go about any and everything. And here I want to discourage you from consuming more and encourage you to lean in on what you already know and understand and to start trusting your intuition more. Innately, I believe we all have the understanding of what we need to do. It might not be the most optimal way, but it's our place to start. I find that too much knowledge tends to create procrastination. It actually discourages action. With those that I coach who think less about every little detail and act more on the one detail, get better results. See, what we've come to find is when you act upon anything, even if it is not the thing, the way, most optimal, it leads to the next. And it's in this process of going from one action to the next that you begin to acquire the data that you need for yourself to be most optimal. See, for me, I started doing this one meal a day approach because my mind is super sharp when I'm not eating food. But the problem with the one meal a day is I wasn't fueling all of my workouts as optimally as I could. But I was willing to sacrifice some of that for the mental gains that I was getting. But in this process of doing it over 8 to 12 months, I started learning that Rather than doing one meal a day every day, what I could do is multiple 24-hour fast during the week on my more low-impact zone 2 cardio days and or days that were uh, rest days. I would be doing 24-hour fast. So that would allow my mind to be super sharp and, and optimal. And on the days that I wanted heavier, harder training efforts three, four days a week, what I would do is I would dismiss one meal a day approach and eat almost the entire day. So this allows me to find harmony with my fasting on days that I'm trying to get more creative workflow done, as well as consuming enough calories on the days that I'm training hard to be able to fuel my workouts. And I started 
including this 24-hour fast to extended fast as well, like 48-hour fast plus, into my monthly routine, and now I'm fasting 10, 12 plus days a month while still progressing in my physical training, while I'm progressing also with being sharper within my mind and clear and just from a more physiological standpoint, I feel very healthy fasting more. But I would have never gotten to this approach if I first didn't go through the one meal a day approach. And the one meal a day approach was stemmed from intermittent fasting over years prior, 2020, 2021. So here's this progression. Intermittent fasting wasn't it for me. So I did a more stricter form of intermittent fasting, which is essentially one meal a day, in increasing my overall fasting time. But then the one meal a day approach, while it was good and optimal for my mindset, it wasn't so much in line with what I wanted to do physically. So I had to make a small adjustment and I went to this approach I just shared with you, the 24-hour fast. And still, I don't believe that the 24-hour fasting protocol is most optimal for my physical training. But when I put all of my goals out there in front of me, I tend to realize that there's going to have to be a little bit of give and take. What might not be fully optimal for my physical training, I need to decrease that by 10, 20% so that I can be as optimal as I want to be with my mindset and my clarity and what I believe is decluttering busy. And one of the ways I do that is through food and phone fasting. Now, when I fast from my phone, and my phone's my business, I don't make as much money. But when I look at my life and I see what my priorities are, making money is not my only priority. I need to make enough money to be fruitful and live the lifestyle I want. But as I begin to exceed that and I spend more time on my phone, I'm actually taking time away from my family or myself. So therefore, I need to find harmony. I need to find balance in my life. So as we go about these processes of recognizing what is most optimal for us, we should not get paralyzed in the procrastination of is this better, is that better. We need to try things on, acquire the data, and then adjust accordingly. I like to call this, I am a second half team. I go in with a decent playbook in the first half. I might be tied in the ball game. I might even be down by 14. But at halftime, I take the data that I've acquired to that point and I make adjustments at halftime. So I want to encourage you to lean in on the knowledge that you already have, to trust your intuition, to go out and be willing to act upon what you already know and what you already understand. Even if it's not the most optimal or effective way, it will lead to the next best way. You have so many different aspects, aspirations, goals of your life. A lot of different data points. And it's really hard for, unless it's like a, a direct coach, it's really hard for anyone to really conceptualize all that it is that you want to grow in and all the different dynamics of your life. So when you go to set these goals, you must know that maybe the one goal of becoming an Ironman 
It actually takes away from your priority of being a family man. So running the full Ironman actually doesn't make sense for you because you aren't in need and prioritize being the family man. You simply don't have the time or energy or effort to do so. So you want to take in all of these different data points and then make an action off of them. Even if it's not most optimal in one area, when you consider the other areas, you might say, oh, this is actually perfect for me. This might not be optimal in fitness, but it's optimal for my fitness and my lifestyle and my goals and what I'm trying to achieve. Lean into this approach. Take action. Sending you guys love. Peace.